And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, Essay Burbank Podcast. We're Essay Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> it's the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Let's pick it up. Let's actually make some... <laughs> And see, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Monday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. All right, let's just cut, because she's been taking... Okay, let me back up a little bit, because the listeners are like, What the fuck you talking about? You're rambling. Already. <laughs> Three seconds into the program. Um, Sadie... Well, I talked to Sadie yesterday just because I wasn't feeling well. Right. And um, she said, well, I have this email that you have to read. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And I was thinking about it all last night. And mm -hmm. I've been thinking about it today. And mm -hmm. and here we are. We finally are at the email. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I'm not one. My curiosity is just killing me i i have no clue what kind of email it is all i know is somehow it's relevant to the show it is and i have two reasons okay that uh, for for making you wait and for you reading it at the beginning of the show here i'm not gonna cry am i cold cold okay, okay. the first reason is payback's a bitch <laughs> i'm gonna cry and the second reason is I can't read it. No? Out loud on the show. Too emotional or? You just, you'll find out in a second. Okay. No, no, no fear reading ahead. Come on. <laughs> okay. Fucking read it. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. What we think, Aaron, New York. Oh, okay. This is this is Erin from Queens. Queen New York. What we think number thirty-four about Church of Jesus. Okay, here's the me the message. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was hysterical. I just finished listening to episode thirty-four, and you guys were on the mark. I cannot believe this is real. I went to the website and became appalled at the fact that it was seriously a real thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a Catholic born and raised, so I know about the need to believe in a higher faith. But Kanye West, a god? Really? I believe in the Church of Batman. Dave talked about some months back. <clears throat> now, it, now, the Batman thing was actually part of a movie, remember? Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I can't take credit for that. It's mm -hmm. something I didn't make up, but mm -hmm. we've seen it on a, a trailer. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let me back up a little bit. I, I believe in that church of Batman. Dave talked about some months back before I'd buy into that horse crap. Meaning the Kanye West the, horse crap. The Yeezus. Yeah. Yeezyanity. Yeah. Uh, Oh, by the way, I don't know if you remember me. My name is Aaron. You read my, la my letter on air last August and caused both of you to cry. I still love you guys while I miss the whole formatted show, but I try to listen every week. I, I'm, I am working again at 
V&A. It's a grocery, grocery store, I'm assuming. And while it's not what I used to do, I'm working and able to be living on my own. Because he was living with his folks, if you recall. When he yeah. emailed us, uh, he had lost his job and had to move back in with his parents for the time being. You must have seen that look on my face. I was trying to regurgitate the previous well, letter. Well, and just for the background for those uh, listeners that may not know the history. Um, I also met Tabitha, my girlfriend. We met online, and it it kind of went from there. She came down from Quebec in December for Christmas. I'm planning on visiting her in the summer. Never knew I had a thing for the French-Canadian accent <laughs> until I met her. Laugh out loud. Now you, see why I d now you see why I don't have a lot of time to spare. But when I do, I try and cram in as much what we think as I can. So don't think just because things are great again for me that I've forgotten about the two of you. You you guys mean more than me, more to me than either of you will ever know. She's wrong, folks. She's wrong for making me read this. <laughs> <clears throat> because, Sadie, you are the only person that, that was, let's see. Sadie, you're the only person that sat, I think maybe he meant sat with in and cried alongside me during my hard time. My family told me to get over it and to get on with my life and find another job and be a man and stop crying. But you, Sadie, you were different. You shed tears for someone you didn't even know. Thank you from the bottom of my heart because you let me know that while you don't know me, you cared. And that's all that mattered. And in return for your kindness, I return my love in the way of listening to you on both podcasts. I am a bit worried you are pushing yourself a bit too much. These last couple of months, you sounded tired and disconnected to the conversation. That is why I was thrilled to hear your voice strong and sharp in this episode. 34, he must be saying. Mm -hmm. He's talking about the useless thing. But please take care of yourself. It means a lot to me. All right. I've gone on way too long. I love you guys. Dave, too. I hope you are the same person in real life. That you portray on the podcast. <laughs> Your go, go, do, do, never stop, never give up attitude has helped me and through all of this as well. I strive to have your self-confidence and determination. Sometimes your words are so powerful I feel like I can <clears throat> take on the world. You don't know how much that means to me. Oh, yes, I do. That's why I made you read it. 
You did that to me last time, so I'm doing it to you this time. <clears throat> All right, I'm done for reals. I have to work mid-shift today, but I want to close by thanking you again for your kindness and caring, the inspiration, and most importantly, the laughs. Thank you for everything, Aaron. That's why I couldn't I could I couldn't hardly sit and read it just by just to myself. I was reading it the other day when Ernie was home. I happened to open up the email and found it and he said, he asked me, What's the matter? I said, Nothing. I'm just reading an email from Aaron in Queens and he goes, Is he okay? And I said, Yeah, he's okay. And he's that's all he wanted to know. Is he is he okay? You know, 'cause he knows the story too. Right. And um, I told him, I said, it's just a very emotional uh, email, you know. Um, it. Uh, first of all, I want to say, yeah, Aaron, <laughs> what you what you hear is what you get with us. Yes. I mean, this is us. This is who we are. Um, and um, it, 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 you just can't, I don't think you can even understand what it means to david and to me to know that out in the world there's someone we've never met who um feels about us the way you do and it it's um it's a little overwhelming actually uh for me and i know for david too it's um it's a good feeling absolutely don't, don't get me wrong it's a great feeling um, I think what, what it makes me think of is, uh, you know, that old saying of, of, you know, be careful what you say and how you say it, cause you never know who's listening and what it's going to mean to them. Right. You know, and which is kind of why sometimes I'm a little hesitant to really jump down somebody's throat on air. Right. You know, because, you know, God forbid they should, you know. Actually listen to it. Yeah. Take me seriously. But uh, at the same time, you know, you <clears throat> how can I put this? You you hope that the people I hope that the people that we attack at, on, at times yes. are strong enough to take it. I figure if they put themselves out there in the public eye and they're not strong enough to take it, they need to get the fuck out now. Yeah, you know, because dude, it's <clears throat> gonna hurt sooner or later. You know, but. At the same time, um, it, it's always kind of in the back of my mind. Uh, you know, it's like I, I, and this is no reflection on Aaron, but sometimes I wonder how many people are mentally on the verge of maybe not doing a smart thing. Right. And, and hopefully things we say, especially me, would not push them over that edge, you know? Right, right. And so to hear from the, the, the things, the, the good things that Aaron says about that time in his life when it was difficult for him and how he's uh, really doing very, sounds like he's doing great. He's working again. He's on his own again. He's uh, feeling more confident and everything. And a girlfriend. Yeah, and got a girlfriend. And, and regardless of whether those things stay in his life as they are now, I think he's he's probably learned a really valuable lesson and that is 
yeah, you can be down and out, but if you hang in there, you'll, you know, you'll come out of it. You Absolutely. Just, you just have to, you just have to hang in there. And he was talking about confidence that, that he gets from you and, and, and I know you, I know there've been times when confidence is like the last word on your vocabulary. <laughs> yes. Same with me. Um, <clears throat> but you and I both have that, um, that thing that pushes us regardless. The drive. Yeah. There's something in us both that, that makes us say, uh, this is probably the stupidest thing I've ever done, but here goes, you know. Yes. And, uh, and then it turns out either to be or not to be, and we, we deal with that, you know. And I, I, I think that once you deal with a couple of boo-boos in life, you know, you learn that, okay, not everybody's going to do everything perfectly. Not everybody's going to come through something unscathed. Right. But you will come through it. And that's what I was going to say know. is I think a lot of, and it's funny because I don't consider myself self-confident. I really don't. I know you don't. That's why I said that because I know you. I know you don't consider yourself to be, but you are by virtue of the fact that I know all the things that you do that require confidence in your ability and in yourself and in your soul and in your spirit. I know those things that you do. And whether you recognize those as displays of self-confidence or not, they are. They truly are. I mean, you can take it down to the littlest thing you do, and it still displays a confidence in who you are now, where you are now, and what you're doing now. And I think if, if I can help, it's Aaron, right? Not, yes, yeah, Aaron. Aaron. Um, here's here's something that it took me a while to learn, and this is the God's honest truth. And when I realized and I learned this lesson, life became much easier for me. And that is, there's going to come a time in your life that you're going to fail. Oh yeah, at least once. And <laughs> it's okay because if you don't fail, you don't learn. Absolutely. And that was my biggest drawback for many, many years. Yeah. I was afraid to fail. Yeah. And I, I think got... that's common among men. Is uh, it? Yeah, I, it, it truly is. Uh, for whatever reason, you know, from the time they're little, men as little boys, their confidence is, is uh, undermined by mommies that want to baby them and stuff like that. I mean, right. and I'm not saying you know, be tough with your kids necessarily. But when your child does something that, that you know takes confidence to do, that's when you want to get in there and, and make take advantage of it. Right. Build them up. for You didn't have that happening for you. No. So you had kind of learned that for yourself, you know, so. So my thing, I just look like this has just been a wonderful gift. And I do. I, I feel as a wonderful gift. Thank you for your email. I mean, yeah, yeah. I I don't think he realizes how how important he is to us too. Absolutely. You know. Um, and Aaron, this is to you directly. You are, um, you are very very important in our lives. Um, if we never hear from you again, I will always assume that your life is on a good, steady, even keel, and that you have found happiness and that's that's all I could ever wish for that's all I ever wish for for my own children and that's certainly all I would ever wish for you is, is that 
that feeling of strength that comes from accomplishment well you know just getting up in the morning breathing in and out and making it through the day that's what it's all about you know all the rest of it's horse shit i mean when you think about it <laughs> you know 50 million years ago a guy would wake up in the morning and 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 count his fingers and toes and you know take the club and go out and bang on something's head and drag <laughs> it back in and that would you know here mom here's dinner you know that sort of thing um uh, failure wasn't an option then any more no. than it is now you know you failed then you starved you know or you got eaten by whatever it was you were out trying to kill to drag in to eat yourself you know that sort of thing um they didn't have time to think about and analyze things like we do now right you know and and so i personally from my point of view any person man or woman who um gets up in the morning and says yeah, I really don't feel like doing this, but here goes. Here we go, yes. And, you know, and you do it. You're, you're a success. Absolutely. You are a success. And I will always see Aaron that way. Always. Because it takes something you had to, and I'm talking to Aaron directly, mm -hmm. you had to have dug deep, deep, deep into yourself and found something worth living for just even if it was just for how many ever months you know to pull yourself because i understand i know that darkness i understand it all too well and when he wasn't getting support from family yes you know he's getting you know quit crying about it and get you know <clears throat> there's <sighs> sometimes crying about it's very therapeutic <laughs> absolutely you know as especially for guys you know go for it Whatever it takes is right. Whatever makes you feel stronger and healthier and happier is right. Period. Because regardless, I mean, as long as you don't go out and hurt somebody, oh, yeah, well, go do what you want to do. That's the way I see it. Yeah. If, if, Like I said, if, as long as it doesn't hurt nobody, it's your life. Mm -hmm. No one can live your life but you. And you just No matter go, how much they may try. Yes. Sometimes they do that. Because, yeah. I mean, let's just face it, and it's, you know, we all come in alone and we go out alone. That's mm -hmm. just, that's the yeah. circle of life. Yeah. And, um, God, I, I, <laughs> I'm actually almost at a loss for words. I know. It was stunning to me when I sat and read that. I thought, well, I, I thought two things. I thought that was so cool. But then I also thought, ah, I'm going to get even with David because... <laughs> Aaron, you may remember your first email that was so touching and, and, and in a way frightening. Um, I had to read cold. Right. You had already read it, David, but I yes. had not. And I had to read that cold on air. Uh, and, and, and as you say, it was, uh, brought me to tears. I couldn't get through it without crying. <clears throat> and I just felt like it was only fair to. Well, I don't know if you could Throw tell, but I, at you. <laughs> I was I was holding it back the best I could. <laughs> you did well. You did well. It's very it's very emotional stuff, you know. To to, um, you know, we write stories about people who are not real. Some most of the time they're right. about people that aren't real. I've written one that was, but you know, for the most part, our characters are made up, right? So to speak. Uh, and we imbue them with um, situations and, and responses to those situations and everything that we 
conjure up in our little gray matter. Um, and, and we play at, in a way, being God. Right. You know, with the stories and all of that sort of thing. Uh, and, and you actually do come to care about your characters as though they were Very real. much so, yes. Yeah. But when you get um, contacted by another soul who is real, and and isn't made up and and has <clears throat> these responses to our work if you will it stuns it does it stuns there's just almost no other way to put it you know so we probably are belaboring the point and 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 our listeners who are not <laughs> familiar with the uh <clears throat> earlier emails uh from Aaron uh, I don't even know how to tell you where to go to find them. They're back in in the archives. Yeah, we're in some place. Well, he said, "Hold on." He said, <coughs> uh, "Let's see. Give me a moment here, folks. I got to reread this really fast." Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Aaron. He wrote a letter that we read on air August. Last August. Last so, August, okay. So just backtrack right. to August. Go back to August and listen for, I don't remember whether you put anything about it in the title of that uh, particular podcast or not, uh, but if you did, then um, you might want to, those of you who are listening and going, what the fuck are they talking about? I'm going there right now. <clears throat> go back to August. And listen to the uh, the podcast where we read Aaron's first email, and then you'll have a lot clearer idea of why we are reacting the way we are to this email. I'm sorry, my voice is so gravelly today. I have a <clears throat> I have a throat thing going on. I don't know what it is. Don't worry, Aaron. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, I feel great. I really do. What, honey? No, it's down deeper than that. It's, That's Lace Montoya, my I wife, sorta, that you hear. Yeah, yeah. I, she's offering me cough drops. I just sort of need to yak up a furball, I guess. I don't know. Hey, Lacey, you want to read this email now? That Okay, I found it. Oh, good. Okay. Um, You can go to episode 11. That's how long it's been. For some reason, I remember that it was episode 11 now, too. August 13th, 2013. And you can't miss it because it's why so serious. That's why. Ah, okay. So I okay. did make reference to. Okay. So the email. those those of you listeners who are sort of confused about all this, if you're if you're seriously curious enough about it, go back to the archives uh, and uh, and pull up August eleven. No, August six, eleven episode, and listen to it. Yes, get Lacey. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, well, you can pull any any Jayzo Modcast show is archived. Every single show that we've done for every single episode, everything is archived. I do iTunes. Let me well, let me clarify that for the the listener. Um, iTunes does a, a yearly audit. And they determine if a show's inactive, they remove the show from their their database. Yeah, they clean house, exactly. Yeah. 
And, you know, some of our inactive shows have been removed. They are looking at what we consider active shows, but because they're not produced on a regular basis, mm-hmm. they're trying to decide if that's inactive or active. Mm-hmm. And that's just what they're doing. It's, mm-hmm. it's nothing personal. It's just they're cleaning house right. to make right. more room. Right. And that's what's going on. So are those still available, though, through iTunes is what Lacey's saying? No. Okay. So if it's Stitcher or if it's on the website, right. you can dig into the archives. Yes. And you can always go to jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast right. and pick whatever show you want. Right. right. Okay. And then... It just won't be on Correct. Just on iTunes, you cannot do it. But on Stitcher, Stitcher Radio, you can. Yes. And at the website, you can. Yes. So just to clarify things, too, because I was, I was thinking the way she was about what you said, but then when you said what you said just now, it sounded like you were contradicting what you'd earlier said, and so now we're all straight again. Yeah, our website, <laughs> whether it's... Whether, whether that, was it's Lacey, uh, that, was, that was Sadie going off into outer space. <laughs> whether it's active or inactive, I keep all our shows archived at the website. Okay, that's good to know, because some of them are fairly decent. I, I think of uh, intervention a lot. <laughs> I do. And I and I feel like I want people, if they know about intervention, I want them to be able to, to find it. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. 
visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra $10, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at Can, can I make a plug real fast? Of here? course, of course. I just thought of what something. Are um, you kidding? You're asking me? Yeah. Yeah. One of the things, and I don't know if people, if you listen to this on, uh, you know, Stitcher, well, because right now, for what we think, we're still on iTunes, we're still on Stitcher, right. we're all, all the stations, we're still on. Right. Um. So if you don't go to the website, you don't know this. I actually started, it's probably been about two months now, I, I started something called Flashback Fridays. Right. And what I do is I take, uh, I have a big old pot with every single episode we've ever made for all of Jason Modcast. Right. I pull three episodes and we listen to them. Right. Just to, to kind of reminisce about where, you know, the, the shows that we've done to where we're at now. Right. Right. Plus to give listeners an opportunity that may have never listened to any other show. Well, with everything I just said about iTunes, they have added Flashback Friday to their iTunes lineup. Ah. I did not submit. They picked it up. They noticed they, nice. they went to our thread. Mm -hmm. They noticed that we had a new thread. They took it. Well, that's good. That's nice of them. So if you are interested in listening to uh, back episodes, mm -hmm. and, and it's not just us, it's mm -hmm. everybody. Right. Not um, just what we think. Right. But... Seeing red, Wynn and Burbank, right, all of those. Yes, um, you can go to now. You can go to Stitcher and iTunes and look for Flashback Fridays, mm -hmm. and you can listen to all our old shows. Eventually, yeah, they'll all get listened. To. Yes, That's so our version of reruns. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> cool. um, and also, and I know this is going to be a little bit uh, late. But I do want to officially welcome the American Fat Ass Podcast to the Jason Modcast family. Absolutely. Um, they're, they're brand new. As of we're talking right now, they have three episodes live. So they are, wow. they are brand new. And I believe that they have what it, what it takes to, you know, to be successful in podcasting. And when I say successful folks, I'm, I'm not saying hand over fist money. When I, when I mean in successful is you can make more than 25 episodes. If you make more than 25 episodes, that's success in the land of podcasting. It's, it's a lot more difficult than what it seems. Trust me. Trust me at this. I think I'm at somewhere in the 300 mark now. Of podcasting. And you're tired, huh? Um, I don't mean tired like tired of doing it, but just it's 
it's time consuming. It is. It takes a lot because for me, all it is, I I just come over here and we podcast, right? You know, and I go home. But you get to spin them down. You get to put them out. You get to talk with people. You're you're the liaison between us and everybody else. Here, Lacey, here's that email. Um, you can have it. We're done with it. Um, if you think about all the hours that you put in on really the production yes. of the programs, it's a lot. It is. It is a lot. But I'm sure you find it worth worthwhile you oh absolutely you wouldn't still be doing now. It yes if you, if you didn't so and i am i guess this will be another plug for you um let's see when this comes out will be who's the boss episode 29 comes out uh what will we'll have already been released episode mm-hmm. 30 of who's the boss is going to be my final episode ah okay um just because with all the podcasts that i do yeah I'm running out of shit to say within a week. Yeah, I get that. I start regurgitating. Lacey and I run into that problem from time to time with, with don't get us started because, you know, there's only so much shit you can talk about. And then you're, I don't know how talk shows that have been at it forever do it. Well, yeah, I do because they have, they different, have guests. They have different guests coming all, all the time. And, you know, but just to sit and talk amongst yourselves, you know, time after time, you know, eventually. Because, and that's what's happening is, as I'm recording, I'm realizing that I'll say something, I'm like, oh, I just said that, you know, with you, or yeah, I just said that yeah. with Aaron and Rebecca. So, what it's come down to is I'm just regurgitating what, you know, right. because there's not, I mean, it may seem like that if you're listening to it, oh, he's got a really adventurous and exciting life. Folks, my life is fucking boring, okay? <laughs> it, well, I wouldn't say it's boring. It's not... uh scintillating but you're never bored you don't have time to be no, bored that's you're true. freaking exhausted you got a two-year-old and a 12-year-old and your 12-year-old happens to be dealing with autism you you hold down uh, as much full-time work as you can get which isn't as much as you want you know but that plus, might change here soon plus you're a really good at-home dad when you're not working you know and so yeah you're I think you're busy. <clears throat> but I mean, within the, like the world of, you know, translating that into the world of pod- podcasting. Yeah. You know, stuff. Oh, well, really... compared to the Beebs or somebody, you're not, you know. Right. <laughs> so episode 30 is going to be my <laughs> final episode of Who's the Boss? Okay. Um, now, what one is the one that you do where you're reminiscing? I mean, re- rerunning? That's Flashback Fridays. Flashback Fridays, yes. okay. And for, You'd think I'd know this shit, wouldn't you? But no, I don't. I'm for, such a... Well, I was going to say, for people that are just, you know, that don't really particularly care for my voice, you don't have to really worry <laughs> that much about Flashback Fridays because I'll introduce it, I'll pull an episode, I'll explain what it is, and then you listen to the episode. Right, right. So you don't have they don't to. Have it's, to they're not stuck no. listening to you. No, it's not like three hours of Dave <laughs> rambling. And it's. I know. See, that's the thing that um, recently was mentioned by someone who will go unmentioned. Right. Uh, you know, that I should be talking more, you know, like by myself. And, you know, Terry and I were talking, Terry D. Shearer and I were talking about this. Uh, not long ago, I think even on one of the podcasts, and we and we were talking about 
I was mentioning how difficult it would be for me <coughs> to just sit and talk to a microphone without somebody there on the other side of the couch, as it were, to, to talk to. I'm not that kind of person. Right. I, uh, and I think I used the example of TV hosts and hostesses who sell things on television. Right. You know, and they go for like four hour stretches talking to a camera. Now, I'm amazed at that kind of talent. Yeah. Well, Terry, Terry has that. Yeah, I know. He does. He because, can do it. Because, like, my favorite solo show to listen to is his show. Is his show. Yeah. And it's not because we're friends. I legitimately enjoy like his show. Yeah. Yes. And I, myself, I can't do that because I, <laughs> I would put myself to sleep. <laughs> Seriously. Because I'd, I'd start to, you know, I ramble as a lot as it is. You know, I go in little circles in when I'm talking. Crop circles. With you. Yeah. And so God knows what I would do, <laughs> like, all by myself. I would just eventually, I'd just sit there and go, well, has anybody else got anything they want to say? Okay, well, then, bye-bye. You know, because that's, I wouldn't know what to say. Have five-minute episodes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now, if I had a list, like, of... I don't know, subjects. Right. You know, talk about this for five minutes, talk about that for five minutes. I could probably do that, you know, because I got five minutes in me on practically any subject. I'm old. What, you know, I know all <laughs> kinds of shit about stuff. But um, to, I don't know. I don't think I could do it. And it wouldn't be any fun either. That's... See, that would be the other thing. It wouldn't be as much fun for me. I enjoy this because, well, as anybody that's listened to us knows... You and I talk all the time. Anyway. Anyway, if we weren't talking in podcasts, we'd be on the phone talking or in person. Mostly on the phone, though, because you have your life, I have mine. Right. Um, and somehow we'd manage to squeeze in. When you lived in uh, northern Nevada for a while, you know, shit, we'd be on the phone for two hours. Yes. You know, it was nothing for us to be on the phone for two hours. And sometimes not really saying a hell of a lot, but just talking. And so... Uh, you know, for for me, that's a natural. Oh, absolutely. I and you know, but to sit here alone and blah 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 blah. No, can't go there. Well, see, that was one of the another uh, issue I'm having is again talking to myself, kind of regurgitating what's already happened. Yeah. Like, whoa. Let's see. Not this episode. The last episode, episode twenty-eight. I did an AMA, which is ask me anything. Ah. And I went on Facebook and, and picked some, you know, questions from different people and they asked some good questions. And that was easy. That was yeah, actually that really be, easy. That to would do. be easy because then you're answering a question, you know. That <clears throat> but, that would be that would be simple enough to do. I could do something like that, but I wouldn't necessarily want to time and time and time again. Right. No. So that's that's what's happening. Who's the boss? Number thirty is the fun the finale. Um you know, I, again, at this at this point in this in the point of the juncture, rather, you know, and I want, I'm not exaggerating. I've done at least 300 to 400 podcasts total, and I, now I kind of know what I want to do mm-hmm. because originally I was like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. you, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. now now I know. Like, ah, fuck, you know, I really don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's where I'm at with who's the boss. I don't mm-hmm. want to do it anymore. So, it's going bye bye. See you, la vie.
Don't owe anybody any money, so you can do what you want. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, too, because Aaron mentioned in his email, and others have mentioned uh, the, the previous format that we had. And I was thinking about that since his email came, because I've had two days since that email came. Right. To sort of get used to it and digest it. and Kind of stew on it. Yeah, reread it and and sniffle over it and whatnot. And um, I was thinking about our format now versus the original format for what we think. Right. And basically the only thing I can find that's truly different is that we don't we don't have two things. We don't have timed segments. Right. And we don't have particularly designated segments. Like first we would read the emails and then we talk about who died and then we talk about who did something good. Right. And then we talk about whatever we felt like talking about. Well we still pretty much do that. We just don't say now we're gonna talk about and you know, and we don't hold ourselves to a timeline. Right. So in in many respects it's not all that different. It's just that we're not announcing, you know right, right. what we're doing. We're not telling you here's what we're doing. We're just sort of like doing it. So and we would read more emails if we had them. So send us emails, please. We'd be happy to read them on air unless you ask us not to. Um because for a while there, we were getting regular we emails. We got a lot of emails there. God, I remember one show was practically all emails. It was all emails. Yeah. We did. It was like 12 or 14 of them or something. <laughs> and they mostly were pretty good, too, as I recall. Um, favorable, I mean. Right. Uh, so if you are inclined, go to jazomod.com, to the jazomodcast website. Mm-hmm. Uh, find the show you listen to or are interested in or commenting about, click on it, and then go to the comment section, click on that, and it'll take you directly to the email where you can send us your innermost thoughts. And like I said, if you want them read on air, we will. If you don't, we won't. Or any portion of them. You can say, leave out my name, leave out my town, well, leave out my best, message, whatever. Best case scenarios with Eric, I mean Aaron. Mm-hmm. Aaron, I'm sorry, Aaron. I'll get. <laughs> I keep saying one Eric, but it's Aaron. Um, he just put his his name, his first right. name. He didn't say right. anything about his last name. We right. we have no clue who his last no, name is. No, no, and don't want to either necessarily. So, I mean, that's not what we're about. We're not. Uh, but I'm saying is your anonymity. 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 Anon. Anonymity. 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 It's because I was walking around. <laughs> Last night, I'm playing I, teacher here. I had, uh, <laughs> I had Jaden and Zoe laughing. I was oh telling you, I was, you know, watching who's, you know, who framed Roger Rabbit. Uh huh. Well, one of my stupid gifts that I can do, yeah, is I can go, please. <laughs> Gee, I wish I could do that. Mm. <laughs> I can't shake my head that fast. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I had them both cracking up. Really. I'll bet you did. I'll bet you did. That's good for a two-year-old right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so my face muscles haven't quite shifted back to the way. <laughs> that's why you can't say anonymity. Yes. Anyway. But anyway. We do preserve. Yes. Is what he's trying to get out. We do preserve your anonymity if you ask us to. If you don't, oh, well. <laughs> 
<laughs> Too bad. Sorry about your problem. <clears throat> so, but, email us. Email yes. us. There, there's, I think Stitcher has a way to get to us, too, with email. Yes, there's a way with Stitcher. I'm not 100% certain how to get there. I think it just simply... Click on email and, and Stitcher sends it to us. Probably. Um, but do it. It's it's easy, painless. And I have a new concept for this. Are you for ready? For email? For email. Yes, let's hear it. You send it in mm-hmm. and you say, Sadie, Dave, I want you to talk about XYZ. You send it in. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about XYZ. Oh, heck yes. Oh, heck yes. We will. Anything that you want us to talk about. And if we don't know anything about it, we'll find out and then talk about it. And we'll we'll pretend we're educated about it by the time it's right. recording, and you we'll will try never to, even know. You'll never know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, but that's pretty much what we do now. Yes. No, not really. But I am a Google fan. I got to tell you, if there's something, and and you know, I I kid myself a lot about googling, but I Google for a couple of different reasons. Not the least of which is I don't have the memory I used to have anymore. So I forget shit. And so it's like so nice for me to be able to just go to Google and go type in a thread of a thought. Yes. And it's amazing to me how little you need to get where you're going with Google. It's, it's funny. If you, like I, uh, Ernie was talking the other day. That's my honey. He was talking about, um, oh shit. What's that word? Wait a minute now. Carbuncle. He was talking about a carbuncle. Uh-huh. And I said, it reminds me of those things that you, that my grandma used to get on her hands, those bumps, and you hit them with a book. So I said, Google, hit your hand with a book. And he did, and it came up with these cysts that people get in their hands. And actually, the, the, if we said hit, hit with a Bible, it would have even been more accurate. Because they have these, and it's not, by the way, a carbuncle is like a boil. It wasn't a carbuncle. And I've forgotten now what it was called, actually. <laughs> yeah, but we could Google it and find out real quick. Anyhow, uh, they, they're little sebaceous cysts. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, that means they have fluid in them. Um, and lots of white cells. Uh, kind of like when your body gets a cold and, or, 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 um, an infection, it sends the white cells to fight off the, the germs and stuff right. like that. Okay. Well, in, in a sebaceous cyst, that's what it is. It's a collection of the little white cells in your body. Anyhow, um, it, it makes a bump. Right. A bimp, as Peter Sellers would say. Uh, and, um, the way that people got rid of them back in the old days, was they'd hit them with a book. And the most often had book in a home was a Bible. back in the day was a Bible. It was also the biggest book, you know, because they had Bibles back in the day weren't just Bibles. They right. were family his, history recording devices. They, right. you know, they, they, they recorded things like marriages and births and deaths and all that kind of stuff. Some Bibles came printed with that. Uh, those pages in them for that purpose, huh. the old Bibles. So, uh, in fact, I have some old Bibles that are like that. And, and, um, <coughs> so everybody had a Bible. And so when they had one of these cysts on their hands, they grabbed the Bible and whacked the, and it was always on, almost always on the back of the hand and they'd whack it with the Bible. And what it did was it just, it was like popping up, um, a zit 
Right. It would it would smash it, and then the the gunk in the cyst would disperse through the body and go away, and then the bump would go away. And so that that's why you can actually Google hit it, hit your hand with the book or hit your hand with the Bible, and you'll come up with all this information about these cysts. That's funny. And I know. And so my whole point was though that that you don't need a whole lot of information to find what you're looking for with Google. You can right. put in the shortest amount of words you ever thought of and still, and it, to me, that's amazing. That's just, because I, well, I like, grew up in the days of encyclopedias. Right. I mean, the actual books. Books. Okay. We had a set of encyclopedias and we had a set of the books of knowledge, they were called. They were read. I still have them. And they were <laughs> A to Z bits of information okay and we used to call them that daddy'd say go look it up in in the red books from in nom de mem or whatever you know because that's how the lettering was was on the on the spine of the book um you know but nowadays of course you just go to the computer and you type in whatever you want yeah well best case scenario is because like yesterday and i don't know if i mentioned this yet online or on air but Yesterday I wasn't feeling too hot, yeah. so uh, we postponed it to record till today. Right. But the majority of what I did yesterday was just sit back and watch Netflix. Right. There was a movie that I really wanted to see. I remember it had the wrestler Rowdy Roddy Piper, and he was this cop, and these aliens came down. They were hiding in human human bodies, but if you wore these sunglasses. You oh, could yeah, see I've him. seen that movie. I know that exactly one you're talking about. And, yeah. like, and, and for like hours, I was yeah. like, what is that movie called? Yeah, I don't remember and then I remember either. there's there's a particular scene where he walks in. He's holding a shotgun. And he goes, I'm here to do two things, to chew bubble gum and to kick ass. <laughs> and I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> and that's, that's the only line that I remember. So I went to Google and I typed that in. Yeah. It's called They Live. It oh, pop, yeah. popped up. Oh, yeah. Or you live. could have also typed in the sun, the the creatures that they can only see with sunglasses on, and that would have brought it up too, because that was the the gimmick was that that you put on the sunglasses and then you could see through the flesh of the human. Yes, to see the alien, and you could see the alien creature in there. Yeah, I saw that movie. Um, and they used to they had to go to a platform and then they took off from the platform and went back to their planet. It was like waiting for a bus kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I totally saw that one. Yeah, but the, that's the whole beauty of, and I I suppose the other search engines do it in all political fairness to the other search engines. I don't like them. Um, I don't either. That's why I use Google. But there are others out there. But. Googling is actually a verb now, you know, <laughs> because it's it's something that that one does whether you do it on Yahoo or Yelp or YouTube Bing, yeah. or Bing or anybody else. You're Googling, right? And uh, personally, for my uses, I prefer Google. That's just me. So do I. So there are others out there. Don't want to mislead anybody, but it's to me, it's miraculous that you can do that. Because even with those books that I grew up with, you couldn't do that. No. You know, I mean, well, you sort of could, but 
boy, you had to go through several volumes to get to where you're going. And the computer does that for you now. It I was going to say, it, would, it wouldn't give you like 0.3 seconds after you hit the enter button to find exactly yeah. what you're looking for. The closest you could come to that capability in the printed word was um, the concordance. My dad was a preacher, uh -huh. as you know, uh, and he had what is called a concordance. And a concordance is... Um, Kind of like a biblical index. Okay. Okay. So you can you can look up, um, let's say, um, fed the the thousands with five fish and two loaves of bread. Okay. You can look that up in the concordance, and it will give you the the biblical references of where that story is found in ah, the Bible. Okay. Okay. okay? Or you can look up uh, Moses and you know on the mountain or whatever. If because if you don't know where in the Bible to find it, you can go to the concordance and look that up. My dad used a concordance as much as he used the telephone book when I was a kid, because his education, formal education, was very limited. So right. he had to look up a lot of stuff, you know, when he was writing his sermons and stuff like that. Uh, and so the concordance is kind of like googling for religious purposes right you know but that's as close as you can come to that in the written word uh otherwise you have to go through book after book after book you sometimes have to go through the dictionary to find the right word to find the right spelling and then you have to go to an encyclopedia and you have to sort of trace you know and it takes a lot of effort to to research just one thing that you go on computer and you type in two words and bam you're there in a heartbeat, and it's just miraculous. Yes, for me, <clears throat> I, I'm kind of curious because you know Yahoo does keep uh, logs of what you search for. Oh, so does so does Google. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, all I of mean, them. All of them. But um, I, I'd be kind of interested to see what what they have, what kind of files they have on me with the weird shit that I Google. I know it's kind of scary because <laughs> you know there's things there are things that I have wanted to to google and i don't because i don't want them to think that i'm a perv or something <laughs> you know tr truly because i there are things that i'm curious about sometimes and i do want to know about them but i have if i if i google them somebody's gonna mark me down put her down for one uh, uh vo voyeur uh expedition or one uh sex with dogs expedition or you know whatever you know what i do because you know seeing red we do have it, it seems the... odd that you said that just right after i said sex with dogs but yes. anyway go ahead no well because <laughs> you said sex with dogs right. and i said that's a thing that we actually cover is is uh weird news oh, on, yeah, on seeing red. red yeah so what i would do is like sex with dogs Best topic for podcast. Yeah, that kind of giving a yeah, little explanation. Yeah, I'm not really looking to you know hurt my dog or anything, but <laughs> don't report me to the ASPCA, <laughs> exactly. please. I know, but I because I know they're out there watching. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, let's face it. Just because I'm paranoid doesn't mean they're not after me. Uh, but at the same time, um, I do get curious about stuff, you know, and I want to I want to check it out, but I don't. A lot of things I don't. I mean, I don't even go to some websites where they sell things that could be misconstrued as um, an inappropriate interest on my part. Ah, so you not me. I just go there. You just go there. Well, I <clears throat> I don't because then I get phone calls from strangers in the night, you know, and things like that, and I don't <laughs> need that. So, but anyway, 
Well, speaking of strangers of the night, I guess we're going to go ahead and I'll send you off into the night for this episode. Are we done already? We are. We never did get to talk about what you wanted to talk about It's today. okay, though. It's okay. You know what? I enjoyed uh, hearing that from Erin. Oh, yeah. That was so cool. And, that uh, was so cool. And we sort of got off. But they'll still be talking about this, our subject we were going to discuss. They'll still be talking about it next week. Right. They may even have more information by next week. Or if need to be, I mean, if you guys need a topic to talk about tomorrow, not not tomorrow. Well, whenever you guys you yeah, know, podcast, it'll be tomorrow. you and Lacey, it'll be tomorrow. you can always use that one too. Um, yeah. Real fast, I know this has been some time, you know, since uh, when this airs to what it actually happened, but I do want to go out and, and publicly say thank you to everybody that sent my son well wishes. Oh, surgery yeah. went great. He's yeah. doing great. He's and it up was a and minor around. surgery. Yeah. Just so everybody knows, no, he didn't have to have anything amputated. No, or he's not uh, have brain surgery or no. anything like that. No, but I I was really kind of taken back by uh, by how many people actually you know regard uh, if they posted a comment or if they sent me a private message yeah. or even if they liked that yeah. I was there was quite a few yeah. and I, that actually meant me a lot. Yeah. And he's doing good. He's up and around. He is. He seems like his old normal self. Uh, just a little sore, but that, that soreness should be, be gone for, you know, in a couple more days. And like you said, you asked him today, did he want some pain meds? And he said no. And you said, how many 12-year-olds will say no to pain meds? Yeah. I thought that was so cool on his part. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Because he's, he's, he's very appropriate with his response to medication. He, with Jaden, and I don't want to go too far into this, but with Jaden, he, he sees medication as a different avenue to, I think what you and I may look yeah. at it. Yeah. Um, he understands that is a point of survival for him to right. function. Right. And I don't think there's, you know, there's always a possibility of abuse, but I don't mm. think that is something that he thinks about. No, I, I don't, I don't either. He, as we mentioned earlier, he does deal with autism. And he medicates uh, to be able to deal as creatively as possible with that. And it's working. And, but he also lets you know where, when he feels like he has uh, medical issue, medication issues. If yes. he needs more, needs less, or how he's responding to it and everything. Which for a 12-year-old is astounding, in my opinion. Yes. So that's cool. That's cool. But anyway, yeah, he is feeling, he's feeling very much himself, or seems to be. Yes. From what I can tell. So that's it for this week. I am David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. And you heard what we think. And now you know. <laughs> See you next time. Good night. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S. Sadie Burbank Podcast. Or S. Sadie Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Don't make it up. Let's actually make some. <laughs> Hey, see, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.